You got that rocker, MJ in the house, otherwise known as Marty Janetti. You know how we do rocking and roll, starting and strolling, and we're doing it right here on the Rundown Wrestling Network. Keep on rocking. Yeah. Theme song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. And this is the main event of the evening. Please welcome your host for today. Adam is here. Love me! Troy is here. Hey, I call them like I see them, alright? And Taz is here. I mean, Sal is here. Look at it this way. It's the first thing we've done together as a team. I grab my dick, you grab your dick. You work my arm, I work your arm. Same time. Same time. It's like jerking off together, but not gay. We're not touching dicks. Each other's dicks, anyway. I'm touching my own dick. And you're working it, and I'm loving it. Well, enough is enough, and it's time for the rundown. Welcome, everybody, to the rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me this week. Adam's back. Welcome, Adam. Hi, friends. Hi, buddy. And Sal's here. What is going on? What is up? Why did you say that so angrily? <laughs> what is going on? It was like what Mr. Belding, but fucking actual deep anger. What mm. is going on here? <laughs> Uh, sadly, Jason's not able to join us today. Apparently, everyone at his job had a case of the Mondays, and he had to deal with everyone's shit, so he's taking a much-needed just a mental health break from oh, everybody. <laughs> the Monday. Uh, so I feel you, man. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back next week. Um, I know he uh, he would have a lot to say about one of our, I'm sure, one of our topics that we're going to bring up, uh, but hopefully we'll get that next week. Um, speaking, uh, speaking of Jason, for just a moment, I listened to last week's episode, and Jason and Sal, I want to thank you both for pointing out, because the first thing I noticed when they replayed it on SmackDown uh, of Sasha Banks getting counted out was she slid back in the ring. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. I was definitely going to mention it this week if you hadn't mentioned it last week. And also, based on last week's episode, glad I didn't watch Survivor Series. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, so I guess um, me and... and and you, Adam, didn't get to say our thoughts on Survivor Series. So moving right along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> holy shit, dude. Like, so if you um, if you are uh, subscribed to the rundown, you know that uh, a brand spanking new episode of Survivor Series hit. Back, which you are currently covering, is when they actually had logical <laughs> teams for Survivor <laughs> Series. Um, yes. and uh, even, even though you do still, you did still get some of the like weird fucking things like, all right, well, Triple H and Jerry Lawler apparently are on our team for some reason. You at least had like some semblance of a reason for it, you know, and you can kind of look at it as, um, like we're going to be doing NXT war games predictions that you're like, that feels like what Survivor Series is supposed to be, you know? Yes. Where you actually have, like, teams that are together for a reason. Um, minus the, like, random assortment of women that we'll get to. But, <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's so fucking weird because 
And especially this year for Survivor Series, you're like, it would make perfect sense to do the New Day versus the Bloodline. You literally have even numbers on it. And even if you wanted to make it four, you could move somebody else's feud into it, you know? So it just you guys talked about you guys talked about it last week. It makes so little sense to do brand supremacy at this point. Yeah, because who gives a shit? It makes even a shit. It makes even less sense when you have the same two people running both shows. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I was going to say it made a little sense when you had Stephanie versus Shane a couple years ago. Yes, that Uh, that I will give it. Now you've got. Monday Night Raw, represented by Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, taking on Friday Night SmackDown, represented by Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. Yeah. And they're trying <laughs> to make cares? it a Fox, they're trying to make it a Fox versus USA thing. It's not. No. <laughs> um. And real quick, chat, old... I do like when they have champion versus champion, but yes, brands don't matter. We are live to the world twitch.tv slash the Salzer effects. If you want to come hang out, you can do that. Yep. I will say this about the old Survivor Series. Um, sometimes, even if the whole team didn't make sense, they would they would combine feuds. Like yeah. Jerry Lawler was feuding with Jake Roberts, Mark Miro was feuding with Triple H. So mm-hmm. it made sense, you know. None of the guys on SmackDown were feuding with any of the guys on Raw. Right. right. You had you had Jerry Lawler against Doink, and you're like, well, we needed a full team, so let's get some midgets in. <laughs> <laughs> I heard on another podcast, uh, little people the, best, the best idea that I've heard to fix this, if you want to call it that, is give it some fucking stakes. Mm-hmm. That's what we were saying last week. Jason specifically said, you know, get some spots in the Royal Rumble. On the exactly. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you uh, would like to join us over on Twitch every Tuesday, you can see Adam's pussy. Mm-hmm. One of two. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you can't have this one. He's mine. Um, yeah. So, and, and the last time that Survivor Series was good was when they had NXT. Because you're like, okay, yeah, at least right. at least that makes sense. That Raw and SmackDown would both be like, we can't let these assholes that we're eventually going to release uh, like upstage us like they've been doing every fucking month. But yeah, this this was fucking hot garbage and. Yeah, it's uh, it's another of WWE's gimmick pay-per-views that would like they have to shoehorn in gimmicks now. You know, back when Money in the Bank is fine because it it represents something. Royal Rumble is fine because it it sets up WrestleMania. Those ones I'm fine with for for the gimmick stuff. Um, Hell in a Cell is dumb now because it it was good when it was when you had like a fucking really good hot feud where you'd be like, all right. Now we're going to do it in Hell in a Cell at Unforgiven, you know, mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But now that you have to figure out which feud you want to put mm-hmm. in the cell each time, right. it's dumb. You know, TLC is the same way. It's just like, all right, here we go. And and the fact that they have a TLC pay-per-view and an Extreme Rules pay-per-view also makes yeah. no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, and how many of those how many of those matches had stipulations this year? Like yeah, one. Like one. Just yeah. say two? <laughs> that's that's the worst one to me is the extreme rules because they'll book it as a regular pay per view and then out of nowhere the the raw before the pay per view they'll be like, Oh, it's um it's a false count anywhere extreme rules match and I'm like, Why? Just cause the fucking pay per view name is Extreme Rules? Yeah. Cause we forgot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. It, it, uh, it, TLC, it, I believe they did get rid of, at least for this year. Oh, yeah, for we'll this year. That last. Yeah, for this year. So Extreme Rules had... Don't forget that, don't forget that stairs match. Yeah. Extreme Rules had one Extreme Rules match, and that was uh, the Damon Kang uh, against Roman Reigns. Everything else was just normal matches. But yeah, the, oh, but yes. that was a um, was that a no DQ match? Because didn't was, they have to change that at the end so that the finish worked, where Finn got beat up by the? Oh no! No, you're thinking the wrong. You're thinking the wrong thing, dude. Because you know, you know, that's that's the different paper. You know, this was the Extreme Rules one, and that was where the the rope broke. Okay. Okay. And, he, and then he got pinned I was because of that. I was thinking of the one before. Never mind. Yep. Um, yeah, so we don't have um, TLC this year because we have day one-ish, uh, mm-hmm. which is January 1st. Yay. Yay. Which we do have a mat- one match so far booked for it, oh, um, which at least they have a month of shows to build for it. So it, it's not too egregious that they only have one match announced so far. Um. The logo for it is straight out of like uh this is my first day making logos school. <laughs> uh it's like or as oh. we used to say in the show, oh I learned how to use MS Paint. Yes, yes. It is it is a triangle shield hey, look, with the big look, number one logo, and then a banner. <laughs> those logos I made were perfectly passable, okay? <laughs> no, no, they are fine. Um uh, it, it, search it out if you haven't seen it, but it it literally is like you could see somebody having that tattoo that like works at a Walmart. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not good. No, no, I saw it. I saw it on so. I'm also showing it to Twitch, so relax. Yes. It's not all about you, Sal. Yeah. Yeah. And they were doing like so. When, they were like doing so they, good. It's like when they re, they debuted the current Raw logo. Everybody's like, "What? Yeah. Why? Why is it just squares? Yeah. Squares. And you look it's at like, like, a, it's, the, like it's like the graphic designer for WWE was in line at fucking fucking Duncan's behind a Ram pickup truck and went, "Oh, I got an <laughs> idea. Jesus Christ. So, so one match at day one ish." Uh, do we want to talk about that now, or do we want to get into that later? Oh, we do have one bit of news we can get into before it. Sure. Uh, before we dive headlong, some business. Do you mind getting your ass out of my face? Thank you. <laughs> you say he doesn't usually say that. Uh, so he when he's smacking me repeatedly. Anyway, uh, some business. Um, I was going to record this as a separate thing and then never got around to it because uh, reasons. But uh, you may have noticed the past few weeks there has not been a spot of NXT on uh, Mondays or Tuesdays or any day, really. Um, with the holidays coming up, with the job that I do, with everything else that's been going on in my life recently, things have just gotten crazy. So that is on hiatus until probably the new year. Uh, we'll pick that back up sometime in January, probably. But um, that's why. Um, yeah. Last time I was on the show, we talked about sad things. Didn't want to bump people out, but it was uh, dealing with some personal issues. If you want to make a donation, go to the Alzheimer's Society. Please do so, alz.org, and click the donate button. But, um, yeah, Spot of NXT on hiatus for now. Meanwhile, you can fill that time by listening to the latest episode of Survivor Series, where we talk about 1996. Shawn Michaels defends the title against Sid Bret Hart goes one-on-one with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And some 
blue chipper third generation jabroni makes his debut. I don't know. I don't think pineapple, last. pineapple hair. Pineapple hair. Nice. Yeah, that means I gotta watch. That means I gotta watch a Survivor Series. Oh yes, because you're next up, buddy. So it has been uh three hundred and fifteen days since Big Swall has shown up on AW Dynamite or Rampage. She's still employed with the company. For now. But she posted <laughs> today the following, and I will read this. <clears throat> Over the past couple of months, my life has taken on the mantra, grow, learn, change. Dealing with shadow work took strength I didn't know I had. I thank God for my loving family because they got me through some of the roughest months of my life. But I realized the real test is application. So I took my leap, and after speaking with TK, uh, which would be Tiny Dogwinker, and AW higher officials, we've decided not to renew my contract with All Elite Wrestling. This was a hard decision, but a needed one. I am grateful for their understanding and that we could mutually come to this agreement. I've enjoyed my time with AW and wish them all the best. I appreciate their love and welcoming me into the family. Today is my last day, and as bittersweet as it is, I am proud to say that I've lived my dreams while making a difference. That is soul mentality. So, so instead of posting uh, AEW wishes them well in their future endeavors, Tony's making the, the talent do it? Apparently. <laughs> apparently. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, she posted that, and Tony Khan didn't comment on it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, huh? <laughs> seems seems like the guy who loves attention would be the first person to be like, "Oh, we're gonna miss you." Uh, well, that's because he unfollowed her like three months ago. I mean, let's well, <laughs> here's here's the other thing with that, right? So, her saying that they've mutually come to the decision to not renew their con the new contract and doing that so feels like when you hear like NFL players be like, we've mutually decided to part ways. It's like, no, you haven't. I, I, <laughs> I'm inoculated. Well, yeah, <laughs> to, to me, it's just no, like, that's, that's swole walking into an office and going, are you guys going to, is there a new deal? And somebody went, no. no. Okay. That's a mutual agreement. I'm yeah. cool with it. <laughs> so, Thanks. yeah. So, uh, awesome. That's all can be professional about it. Um, but of course the, the AW sexuals eat this up as like, Oh, she's, she's leaving on her own volition and stuff like that. It's like, Oh, I wish, I, I wish you wouldn't use that. <laughs> that's what they use. I, but, that doesn't mean we have to, <laughs> Right, but it, but uh, I'm reading this and I'm just like I was like yeah this totally sounds like he went up to her and be like I'm not renewing your contract and and she's like well first of all wasn't even no wasn't even aware I still worked here because you haven't used me in almost a year <laughs> no no she's been on dark and dark elevations sporadically yeah because she's dark is why she's on dark um that's <laughs> tell me I'm wrong I'm just saying you can't say they haven't used her. Uh, look, for the, I'm glad that you're here tonight, Adam, because uh, you remember 
what Big Swole matches were like on Dynamite, right? Uh, look, I can't say I blame them. So, Swole is a person that I probably wouldn't renew her contract either. She never really looked like she caught it in the ring. I just... I, you know, we'd be shitting on Tony Khan if he did renew her contract. She has a great personal story. Sure. Like the story of what she's overcome to get to where she is. It's a great story. It's a great look. It's that's great. But she's not she's not talented enough in the ring to make that matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> that's it, huh? Yeah. <clears throat> Fair enough. Basically. Yeah, to put it this way, her husband's got all the talent in the world. He's barely on TV. So, well, I mean, yeah, but uh, to me, it it was like, okay, so we we knew this was coming soon that we are going to start hearing of of uh, AW not renewing contracts. I didn't realize that they would force their their employees because she is still under a non disclosure agreement. That they that he would then force his employees to be like, no, 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 it's my decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm I'm a hundred. I think that's a little presumptuous. We don't know for a fact that he was like, listen, on your way out the door, you gotta you gotta post this and make it sound like we both came to an agreement. But of what I just read, did that did that sound like it was like a a I'm leaving because I need to do something else? Or did that sound like, uh, it's been cool, peace out, I guess I'm out. You know, to me, using her own words, that looks to me like she probably went to them and said, hey, my contract's coming up, can we talk? And they're like, no. And she's like, all right, cool, peace. It is very very business speak. Mm -hmm. Um, So it does feel like a formulated statement that someone either gave her to put out or she worked with someone to put out it doesn't it doesn't feel like there's anything in there that was really from the heart but it's hard like like sal said it's hard to say really yeah it's hard to say until we see what she does next if she shows up in impact in a month and she's still wrestling and she didn't step away from wrestling completely then it definitely looks more like troy's correct yeah. Um, but if she doesn't come back to wrestling, if she doesn't go to Shimmer, if she doesn't go to NXT, and she steps away from it, then maybe this was her personal decision. So, you know, kind of we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, uh, it's not a great look that a lot of the, the talent that have not been retained by AEW or that have been released are women. Like a a, a lot of them. <laughs> Because remember Mel? Yep. Yeah, you know what you know what she's doing right now? Wrestling. <laughs> so can't really put that one on. She was stepping away from anything. That was literally they just were like, eh, you know what? We're done. And then yeah. just kept her on the roster for years. Um, Speaking of we're done, are, are we? I feel like remember? the next one out of AEW is going to be Janela. For sure. Yeah. Like I can, I yeah. can hundred percent see them because he's already doing stuff in other promotions. Right. And um, that one will be weird because I can't picture him going on social media and being like, this was a mutual decision. Yeah. I don't know if he will or not. Maybe he'll turn around and wait until the non-disclosure agreement is, is over. Cause that should only run the length of the contract 
unless <laughs> AW is you would think so. unless AW is that kind of pricks where they're like, no, this NDA is is for a, an extended period of time for life. Yeah, um, <laughs> the NDA is for life. Nah. Um, yeah. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. So, um, with that, I guess we can go ahead and get into, uh, Sal, you wanted to talk about it. Sal, care to explain why Seth Rollins is a fucking moron? (laughs) (laughs) Because he wore a very obnoxious pink and red suit. No, Oh, it's part of his character. I know. I I fucking love when he does shit like that. Um. No, here's the problem with 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 the way they they utilize Seth's character this week. Uh, first of all, we've been led to believe that the contract that he won for the WWE Championship could be any time he wanted. He didn't have to book it. He could just show up, hand somebody a clipboard, boom, he's got a title match. So we start off Raw with Seth being like, oh, uh, I'm announcing that my title match is going to be a day one. And we're like... Okay, I didn't know that's how that contract worked. But then, throughout the night, he gets himself into a position where, by his own fucking big mouth, if Kevin Owens, if he interferes in the match with Owens and Big E, no, 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 not even that. If Kevin Owens wins the match, he will be added to the to the match at day one, and it'll be a triple threat. Correct. So Seth Rollins is ringside. He's doing commentary, and he decides to come in there and attack Kevin Owens because he lost his temper, thus giving Kevin Owens the win by DQ. Yep. And he's very surprised when yeah. Kevin Owens is announced as the winner. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what the hell, dude? <laughs> it was a bad look. I didn't like the way they booked this. <laughs> it just made no fucking sense. Why would Seth ever do anything to put um, a one-on-one match I don't see, but the uh, in jeopardy. You know? It doesn't make any sense. I don't care how much you like. And we've never told that story with Seth. He's not Eddie Guerrero. He's got like a fiery temper. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's just a dumb dick. <laughs> he's a dumbass. He comes off looking like a fucking dumbass. For all his, um, you know, uh, he's the visionary and he's just it did the opposite for the character this week. Yeah. Yeah. That was dumb. All he had to do all he had to do was hit Big E. <clears throat> right. Yeah. That was it. There there wasn't even a reason for this match to even get underway. Because as soon as the bell rang, all Seth had to do was just fucking go up and just flick Big E in the dick and be like, Alright, it's just me and you. <laughs> Yeah, and at that point, if Adam Pierce comes out and is like, all right, because he did that, we're going to restart this match. Okay, at least that would have made sense. No, no, he just attacks Kevin Owens, therefore giving Kevin Owens a triple threat match for the title. Makes no goddamn sense. No. Yeah. The whole fucking also, thing are so Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville in charge? Or are they just like kind of sitting there and they just wait to hear from the brass and they're like, Oh, wait, um, I'm getting a message 
Well, I mean, Mc- we're going to have a triple threat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vince McMahon was sitting there with Austin Theory in his red padded room all night. So oh, I, mean, I was going to say Vince was there. We'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand if if Sonya and Adam Pierce are just like message relayers or do they actually have like power? Because every week it kind of changes. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. Like on SmackDown, the truck told Kayla that Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar's suspension had been lifted. Yeah, and Adam Pierce had no idea. He was like, oh, oh, oh. Huh? yeah, smell all of a sudden. <laughs> Seriously, Although, like, credit to Kayla and Paul Heyman because they did amazing work this week. Well, I mean, Paul Heyman got a little rapey there. <laughs> True, was it, but, but Kayla didn't flinch was, was there a reason why that segment had to be restaged like that with him behind her talking over her shoulder and her looking back no there didn't there there was no reason that that segment had to be shot that way and instead they're just like Paul go up right behind her and just like fucking rub it on her ass cheek like <laughs> like I never knew that Adam could do creepy Paul Heyman face that was very great. That was great. <laughs> Join us on Twitch to see that next time. <laughs> and that was the thing. It was. It I'm a man of many funny. skills. It was very creepy. Like just the way he just like slugs in behind her, like it's like Tony, <clears throat> Tony Khan is the truck. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. So yeah, so uh, in case you didn't get it, Paul Ham- uh, Kayla does her normal shit where she's like, "Rumor is that Paul or that uh, Brock Lesnar is going to be here," and that apparently was uh, offensive to uh, Paul Heyman. So Paul Heyman, Heyman all of a sudden just went batshit fucking crazy, like, "How dare you yeah. speak in rumor?" Yeah, so he like creeps up on her, and then of course the strap on her dress falls to the side, and you're just like, oh, now it's worse. Now it's worse. Now it's it worse. Is, but she didn't. She no sold it. So, like, give her credit for that, because anybody else would be like, oh fuck. She, she. I mean, yeah, she knew what she was doing, but still, it doesn't make it any less creepy that he's sitting there just like. So I heard that you'll blow me if I keep you around. <laughs> Speaking of creepy, uh, when when. Brock Lesnar's suspension was lifted, and we go back to the room, and the Usos and Roman just glare at Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's about to get weird up in here. Yep. <laughs> We're going to take you to the Uso penitentiary. <laughs> I, I Drop the soap, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> KT in the chat says, Paul gets right up behind Kayla, and Michael Cole starts getting Heidenreich flashbacks. Um <laughs> I feel like that, that that was so perfect for Sami Zayn's character as well, because Sami Zayn wins the Battle Royal to get the next shot, to get the title opportunity, because we can't call it a number one contender match. Mm. And Caleb gets in the ring to talk to Sami, and then it's like, oh, hang on. Yep. More and so she makes this more huge announcement as Sami is standing right there, and Sami's like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. I do I do appreciate that, that they have continued that storyline. Uh it's what has it been two years now of this conspiracy against him thing? <laughs> it's great because he'll play it up uh, with any aspect of his character. Yes, yeah, and yeah, the the timing of this was like, yep, yeah, you could tell they're just like, 
hey, make sure to do this while I'm celebrating in the ring, just to kind of push that forward. <laughs> Yeah, and everything just works perfectly because now he's like, "You see that? I told you there was a conspiracy. Yeah. They're more worried about Brock Lesnar than me winning a WWE t- or a Universal Title shot." It's a bit. Uh, it's a bit odd that both of the GMs are now feuding with superstars when only one of them can wrestle, but still refuses to, because you still have Sonya and, and Naomi being a thing, and now you have Adam Pearce feuding with Brock Lesnar apparently. <laughs> Why do you say only one of them can wrestle? Adam Pierce can't wrestle anymore. He's not clear uh, to wrestle. He's hurt. He he he. No, he's he's he is got retired. F5 three times. Seth. I was gonna say he got f five. He's that, he but I don't. Yeah, he could take that bump, but I do not believe that he is able to work oh, a no, match because match. yeah, probably. not that they would give him all that much anyways. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, he, he like I said, he can't wrestle. Like he's not gonna go out there and fucking put on on, on a five star match against no, Lesnar. No, I can totally see us getting a Brandon Cutler situation against Brock Lesnar at some point. Maybe where Lesnar just kicks the living yeah. shit out of him. Sorry, I should rephrase that. A four star match because that's the the only way that Meltzer was rate WWE is top four stars. Nothing less. Nothing. Nothing more. See that? Did you see that botch's tweet about Luchasaurus having more five-star matches than like all of these WWE superstars? Yep. Yeah, and and it's and uh, I know we don't want to fall down this fucking rabbit hole of douchebag dick debate face, but like seriously, why do people still think he has credibility <laughs> when it's like he get, uh, It was like I'm sorry. Did you give the fucking Luchasaurus match five stars? With that botch in the middle of it? <laughs> See, I, I thought he lost all credibility years ago when he decided on his own scale. Oh, no, uh, Kenny and Okada was six stars. Well, yeah, what? that was... Well, that was dumb, yes. But, yeah, it's this whole thing that people... And you still see it on, on Reddit, which, if you're, if you're still uh, somebody who goes on Reddit Squared Circle... God help you, because that is 100% just an AEW subreddit at this point. Yeah, it's a toxic place. I don't like it's, it. It's it's so fucking toxic. They sit there and they're just like, when are the when are the star the the match ratings coming out for for Meltzer? It's like, well, what did you think of the matches? Because that's what right. should be what matters. I literally saw a post there and there today, people being like, so what happened to Jimmy Havoc? And people being like. <laughs> Oh, it's so it's so sad that he is. Like, it's like it's sad that a known abuser and rapist is now having to work a normal desk job. Fuck you, people. Yeah, yeah. that's the issue. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's cultish. They got their blinders on. Nothing AEW does is wrong, and nothing WWE does is right. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, you know, you'll see it because you again like it. Anybody who who remotely said like, oh well, Big Swell was totally underutilized, gets fucking downloaded, voted, or you know, or a, a, she clearly isn't. Uh, it's, it's just any dissenting view at this point, you're just fucking destroyed. Right. I was the only person that posted about uh, Colt Cabana turning around and having to apologize because he 13 times called somebody a dyke on their fucking. <laughs> on his stream and proceeded 
And I didn't. I presented it with no comments other than Colt Gabbana apologizes and got downvoted for it. And I'm like, for showing news? Right. <laughs> like, I didn't say he he deserved to say any of that. I just presented it. And of course, everyone's just like, oh, he he clearly didn't mean it. It's like, all right, well, if yeah, he wasn't you know working what? for AEW, you guys would be killing him. Look, I'm I'm. There there are things I enjoy uh, about what Cavana does. Is you know I respect the podcast thing, all that. But as far as um offensive piece of shit he's been that a long time and i think he just recently he's trying to cover it up yeah he's he's definitely in his history used the f word and i'm not talking about fuck he's um he's called people racial slurs like not anything that you would read about but enough that you can't say it today well and and now he's become one of those people who uses his disability as a shield as like a catch-all, like oh, I didn't mean it because I, I have I have this issue, you know, I have dyslexia, I have I have ADHD, like that that's that's why I was like a total prick to you. Like, no, you're just using it as a crutch to try to get out a fucking jail free card, you know, when yep. like the people who actually struggle with those things, and he does, but the, his actions are not painted because of that, you know. Yeah. But the but people that actually go through that stuff, like they're not pricks like that, <laughs> you know. People who have dyslexia, you know, my brother's got dyslexia. He's not running around fucking calling people dykes and stuff like that to their face, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know, and and that's the thing because he he plays both sides of it. He'll mm-hmm. be on Twitch and he'll be like, "Oh, I didn't mean it. I thought it was a joke. I, I was saying it in satire." It's like, but dude, you're using that language. Yeah. The other problem with that. The, yeah. The other problem problem with that video was the fact that he kept replaying it. Yeah. So he could hear it. And it's like, do that off air, dude. Like, you know, don't don't keep playing it because that poor girl is sitting there just like, really? Right. And then apparently, and she came out and was like, yeah, he completely denied it. And like, only after people started calling him out did he actually like say something on stream. Otherwise, he was like, no, I didn't do that. It's like yep. you you're listening to it. You're listening to yourself say, it, you know. Anyway, like again, listen about that shit. Uh, oh, yeah. So Vince apparently again can't go a segment without making a poop joke. Says he has IBS and an ingrown toenail and an earache. Why the fuck is this sack of shit on TV again? I like how his character now is grumpy old man who hates everything. I don't like that he's he like, has a character. He doesn't. Don't ask know. me. Don't ask me how I feel. Yeah. Everybody always says that they don't mean it. You want to know how I feel? I have an ingrown toenail. <laughs> um, because Vince loves himself some Vince, and Vince thinks that himself on TV helps the ratings. And I'm sure there's a contingency that will say that it helps Austin Theory. And it probably would have like ten years ago, but I I don't need Vince McMahon on my TV. I mean, it made him look like a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> it it just I get it. Vince in his heyday got a lot of people over. One of the greatest heel characters wrestling ever created. At this point, he's like a muppet. <laughs> it's like might as well just stick a stick up his fucking ass. And just move him around and be like, ah, oh, you're fired. Like, 
First of all, he looks like he's melting. And, yeah. It was just like, it's like, oh, so all of those, like, hey, we, we released, like, 100 people this past, like, 18 months. So let's have him completely mistreat one of his employees. That'll help the image. <laughs> Dude, I said it last week. I brought it up to Jason. He He completely called out the fact that he releases people all the time. Yeah. He was yelling at Sonya and, and Adam Pearson. He was like, I'll let, I, and you'll be let go. And you know what that means. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's mocking the fact that he cuts people's livelihoods off. Yeah. Adam? Yes. Did you, did you give up on us? No. <laughs> You've just been really quiet. Again. Y'all been, y'all been chatting. Oh well, yeah, well, you're you're part of this conversation too. We can we can we can do a three way kiss here, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand the tie in with the movie. We were talking about the movie before we started recording. Um, but why is it still a thing? <laughs> it's <laughs> why why. Why did we have to come? Why did we have to repeatedly cut back to Vince McMahon, who is apparently now a statue made of butter, and, <laughs> and and Austin Theory sitting in the weirdest looking office I've ever seen? Do you like my velour office? <laughs> Do you like these red cushions I've stapled to the wall? Take your pants off. Now I I present this this question to both of you because you watched during the attitude era you watched during the ruthless aggression era i was just gonna say it's been at least 10 years since i needed to see vince mcmahon on my tv that's what i was gonna say what he was even as a presence has been diminished so much at this point yeah because he's fucking ancient and not only is he ancient he's pointless like he had reason to be on the show in 2004 and five or whatever. You know what I mean? Like he was feuding with people. He was an actual authority figure. Like what is his point now? He just kind of like the old guy who wanders around backstage and yells at people. When they did um, money in the bank from Titan towers, his little like cameo in that I thought was good. You know, it was funny. Yeah. And it made sense. Yeah. The setting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, I- and I was yeah. just going to say, it's it's it was perfectly fine to roll him out for last year's Survivor Series mm-hmm. to do the Undertaker thing. Yeah. yeah. But as a as a weekly as a as a weekly television character, Vince McMahon has not been relevant in at least fifteen years. Like he he just became. I know they have names, but he's just he's just one of those fucking Muppets in in the uh, in like the play, just commenting on everything. And the, just, the two old guys. In the yeah, the two old guys. How how dare you? I don't remember what their okay. fucking names are. <laughs> how dare you blaspheme the good names of Statler and Waldorf? There it is. I knew one of them was was something like Walden or Waldorf. Yeah, but Statler that's what Waldorf, that's what he. Everything. Because they would literally go over and be like, "How about that Becky Lynch segment?" And you're just like, "Shut <laughs> up, dude." <laughs> like I don't fucking care what you have to think, and I also, sorry. Don't give a shit what Austin Theory thinks of each one. Like I'm like I was like he's, I guess he's trying to teach oh, but, him stuff. But then he slapped him. 
Well, it was, yeah, it, it was like, okay, I get it. We're trying to get over that, like, Austin Theory's new thing is expect the unexpected, apparently. Apparently, that's his yeah. fucking thing. But then, yeah, he fucking slaps him. Just like, Theory, you are like 200 pounds of solid meat. Just break oh. that fucker in half. <laughs> Seriously. You know what I just realized? They're trying to do the Theory character when he was with the Way, but instead of him playing off of Johnny Gargano, he's playing off of Vince. And there's and it doesn't work. There's so many there's so many other people that you could do with this with. Well, one you could do with Johnny Gargano, but do it with anybody other than him. I understand that Triple H is dead, so you can't fucking do it with him. <laughs> but <laughs> but like, I would have even taken Stephanie at this point because at least she's got some relevancy. Like, like I said, I mean, I. I thought the whole thing was that like Vince is is like such a body mark that he doesn't want to see himself on TV anymore. It's like, well, apparently that's not true because right. he sure loves to see himself on TV again. I was gonna say maybe he changed his mind because you know Vince is one to do that. But yeah, there was a point where he was like, no, I don't want to be on TV anymore. I'm old and I'm plastic. But he's he's literally like he, uh, he's so plastic. He looks like fucking Kenny Rogers after surgery at this point. He looks like that that uh, that creature from Nightmare Before Christmas that's like sticky and like is constantly like melting <laughs> on the thing. <laughs> it's just it's gross, dude. And like you just look at me, just like you're just like full. Who was that? Was that Versace or who was that one chick that was just like that looked like a fucking cat at a certain point that had like so much plastic surgery? It was like lips, cheeks, and like. Okay, beady little eyes and the thing. I forget who the fuck that was. <laughs> oh, um, Kim, Joe Kim Rivers. Well, that's one of them, but no. <laughs> I was thinking of Joe Rivers. No, she at least like halfway low. I mean, she didn't look good either, but um, God, who the fuck was I thinking of now? Mick Jagger. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's Mick he's Jagger. Plastic too. I mean, he's seventy something years old, and he's he's out there. Um, still being the rock star of a fucking band. So good for him. But yeah, he's had a lot of work done. Anyway, um, this yeah. is not the who's had a lot of work done podcast. Cause we spend the whole time talking about Charlotte. So, um, speaking of Charlotte, actually, that's a great segue. Did you guys watch SmackDown? Jocelyn Wildenstein. <laughs> the, the, go ahead and look it up. She looks like fucking Rocky Dennis. Uh, that's, that's who he's starting to look like now. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had a question. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm also looking up Rocky Dennis right now, so. <laughs> uh, ooh, yeah, that, yeah, we're, we're about there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's Vince, that's true. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you were, you were trying to segue away from this. What were you looking at? Yeah, you guys watched Smackdown. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it. Clearly, we talked about it already. <laughs> All right, let me hear what you guys thought about how they handled Tony Storm in that segment. Uh, well, you know, when it comes to Tony Storm, I'm a ass man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. I know Sam Troy makes when he comes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I 
the the fact that the table of food was still there, which is like, okay, come on. And the first the first pie face, I didn't mind that. But the second one, I'm like, why the fuck are you still there? There's still pies there. She's the fact that Charlotte walked like halfway down the aisle, and I was like, I think I'm gonna do it again. Just he was like, what? Stop. You're stretching. Speaking of stretching, um, I couldn't help but uh, try to Google Tony Storm cream pie, but uh, wasn't getting the results I was hoping for um, when you guys started talking about this. Uh, so I did go back and watch it uh, because I didn't watch it live. Fridays are are my nights to not watch SmackDown live, and uh, it is what it is. You know, like do I like it? No, but there's an audience for it. You know, and yes, yeah, yeah, it made her look kind of dumb. But like, who who in WWE isn't booked to look dumb at this point? Like, they're all fucking stupid, right? They they all have have problems with as soon as somebody's music hits, they have to stop exactly what they're doing and then stand right there. And you know, and then you get Tony Storm who fucking doesn't bother to fight back at all after getting cream pie twice. I'm gonna keep using. I'm gonna keep using it. I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I yeah. get it. It is par for the course. Everybody in WWE is is booked to look dumb as bricks. But I just didn't understand it. She gets hit in the face with the first pie, and she does nothing. So then she just stands there to get hit in the face again. And I was like, That's good I'm gonna shit. react. You're a wrestler. You can punch the other one in the face. That's kind of how this works. Like, I don't know. And like I said, the fact that there was such a delay between the two, because Charlotte walked to the aisle, and I was like, nah, I'm going to turn around and go back and do it again. And Tony Stone did fucking nothing. So Nothing, except look mad. She did. She looked sad. She even looked mad. She was just like, ah, I don't know. Scream on my face. Nice. You got <laughs> it in my eye. You said you'd be careful. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. I oh, know. I'm fucking coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, again, uh, I mean, her her face being being covered in, you know, cream nice. was uh, funny, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure everyone backstage was just like boner, but <laughs> still, like. It was almost like they did it the second time just to be like, huh? Huh? Ah, you get it? Get it? Get it? It's like they came in her face. Yeah, SmackDown was full of a lot of dumb shit this week. Um, That whole thing with boobs and shit, I just... I think they jumped the shark on that. I'm, I'm kind of over it now. Remember when it was like the greatest thing ever? For like that one week? <laughs> now it's even, just I don't even remember what they did on SmackDown. It was the thing with the guitar and um God, was he fighting Angel Angel Garza? You're doing That's a great job on this, by the way. Keep going. I don't remember. because <laughs> I, I watched it on Friday. You brought it I, up. <laughs> I just remember it was dumb and stupid. Oh <sighs> fucking he smashed his guitar and but he said he wasn't going to, but then he did anyway, and then I don't know. I'm just over the whole boobs and Shinsuke thing. It just does nothing for me anymore. It's the the issue with that is that they haven't done shit with it. 
So, all right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, him coming out there and doing the intro for Shinsuke was was great, and you know, and then it was like, okay, so now Shinsuke wins the Intercontinental Championship, and then like every Shinsuke Nakamura title reign, it's just a wet fart, and it's because they don't they don't push him against anybody and when he has a championship it never feels like he even gives a shit that he has it like I'm, I'm surprised he doesn't forget that he's supposed to bring it out there with him half the time so yeah so strapping Rick Boogs to him like gave him a little bit of excitement but then it's like yeah that dude can only polish that turd so much like yeah. look I like Shinsuke but honestly like he's he's at his ceiling he's a mid carter like he's not the main event that everyone was like so excited to see him be, you know, and, and it's, and, and it's that thing that, that they've been doing that for six, eight, ten months, however long it's been now. And it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't advanced at all. There's no development. There's no progression. He hasn't even <laughs> changed. He hasn't even changed the wording on his intro. Yeah. Um, see, and that's the thing with Shinsuke. I felt when he was going for the NXT title again, this was back in NXT, he made it feel important, and the feud with Joe made it feel important. But Troy's right. Every title he's had in WWE, he doesn't care, and they don't care. They're like, yeah, you're champ. Uh, go away for like five months. We'll call you when we need you to drop it. I mean, because if you, if you don't care, then we don't care. <laughs> uh, one, two, three times two to the sticks. Uh, so, <laughs> by the way, uh, have you listened to the new album yet? Of course not. You should listen to their album. No. It's surprisingly good. It's surprisingly good. Sally, you look confused. Limp Bizkit is what we're talking oh, about. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, I know who Limp Bizkit is. I was actually a fan of Limp Bizkit. I know for a fact that Adam would never listen to anything new from Limp Bizkit and tries to forget everything he listened to them from before. Look, um... <laughs> When Limp Biscuit was big, I was a teenager, so it it so it spoke to me. I that was I was way in my wheelhouse. Um, I I've said it before. If I listen to any song from Significant Other, I want to play Final Fantasy VIII because I got them both at the same time, and so I play both of them at the same time. So even when I like start playing Final Fantasy VIII, I'm like. I should crank up some biscuit on there. Missing. Um, He's more limp biscuit. <laughs> their last album, which was like a couple of years ago, was hot garbage. But this one, with like West Borland back on it, and like they, he's uh, Fred Durst has just like I'm just gonna be fucking goofy rapping dad now. Like it works, and I. I I like the new album. It's it's very self-deprecating, <laughs> which is good. Uh, and if you have, haven't listened to the song "Dad Vibes," it's it's a good song. It's considering that all of us are dads. It's a good song for all of us to listen to. So I'm still a Limp Bizkit fan. Like I said, their last album was fucking garbage, but this new one, uh, Limp Bizkit still sucks, is a good album. That's, that's the name of it, by the way. That's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> All right, that's pretty good. Like I said, man, it's very it's very self-deprecating, which is good. Uh, Adam, I, I expect to hear a review next week from you. Oh, we can do that instead of Spot of NXT. Dude, can we start a We Make Adam 
listen to albums that he that never music. wants to listen. Oh my god, that's oh a great gosh. idea! I've got a whole list. I've got a whole list of albums. Oh my gosh. We can call it Adam's BM, Adam's Bad Music. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just mark that down under things I don't have the attention span for. But I think that that would be perfect for you. You don't have the attention span for it. So you'll listen to an album and you'll be like, so um, I got to the second track and about halfway through, uh, he mentioned uh, a show that I used to watch when I was a kid. So then I stopped playing that and I started watching that show. Um, and I remembered. <laughs> no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop playing it. I would open up Wikipedia and all of a sudden yeah. the CD would be over and I'd be like, oh. The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your review would be like, I uh, I like the first two songs. Um, by the third song, um, I started to uh, read up on the history of concentration camps, and uh, <laughs> by the time I got over <laughs> to who Alfred Molina's playing in the new Spider-Man movie, uh, the CD was over, and I was like, you know, what? B plus. <laughs> <laughs> there we go we could do a making the grade of albums i'd listen to it i would <sighs> okay the first this is the first track and then i started playing solitaire on my phone yes um then i then i played then i started playing scrabble because uh and all of a sudden it was one in the morning yeah but i got a triple ward score so that helped So, uh, I know you want to talk about it. So let's talk about Punk and MJF. So Punk and MJF talked for a long time. <laughs> it definitely was a long time. Um, which was interesting, because it's a show that prides itself on incredibly long matches and none of that other stuff, but instead we're like, here's 20 minutes of these two talking. Uh but you but it was the greatest promo in the history of professional wrestling. So, see, so you just, say it like that, but just you ask said you enjoyed it. You can enjoy yeah. something. You can enjoy something without saying it's the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> right, but the indication was that he was kind of like uh, snarling at that notion. Now, obviously, greatest promo of all time is a little bit of, of hyperbole. But what did you think of it? No, I, enjoy, I, I think it played well off last week when Punk came out and didn't say anything. Uh, I'm glad they both actually spoke this week. Um, I was I was more annoyed that after that, what I considered to be a very nice piece of television, we then had to watch a QT Marshall match. But yeah. <laughs> it, I think they the verbal sparring is is MJF's strong point. Always has been. He's I will say that MJF may be is probably the best promo in the business right now. Um, but to a point that was made in the host thread, everything in this promo was not about AEW. Except for Darby. Except for Punk <sighs> to bring up that, you know, you're just pissed because I picked Darby to fight. I didn't pick you. See, and and that's why I, I don't put this as, as one of the best, because while I thought that there was a lot of good points, all of the things that I thought were good was when they were referencing either 
shit right now or shit within the company. It was it was when they started to go and had to continue to make fucking WB references where I was rolling my eyes and going, all right, come on. <clears throat> but because it was like, OK, MJF and talking about like all punk does is, is oh insert city name here. I thought that that was a great bit. I was like, that's perfect. You're talk you're you're talking something real, you know? <laughs> we got a great show, John Moxley's here. Yeah. So I'm like I was like, Break, okay. Breaking news, I just got a tweet. We just got a tweet from AEW. Last week after CM Punk's war of words with MJF, Punk beat QT Marshall in the ring, taking his record to seven and oh. He aimed to test himself against the best young wrestlers in AEW tomorrow at CM Punk versus Lee Moriarty, live on Dynamite. Yeah. So MJF focusing on that stuff was great. I mean, he could have, you know, him him talking about about punk quitting. That's fine. I'm I'm 100% okay with that. Then it was like him calling him punky was fucking dumb. That was dumb and annoying. Yeah. I mean, not annoying in like a good way. It was just like, dude, why are you saying that? that doesn't even punk calling being like, I thought MJF stood for my jealous fan. <laughs> Like, that was legit a Jericho joke. Like that. Yeah, and was, no, it is a legit Jericho joke because he he called him my jerk off friend. It's my like jerk off friend, exactly. It's so like, stupid. That was somebody else. Line. And then after that, somebody else made an, an MJF initials joke yeah. as well, and I can't remember who it was, and I don't care anymore. None of them are good. Not everybody who feuds with MJF has to make up what his initials stand for. Yeah, and then and none of them are good. None of them are remotely like. So you're calling him a jealous fan? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like that was dumb. The problem that I also was having with it was that the crowd was the hype man for like the world's lamest rapper. <laughs> because he, everything he said, the crowd was like, "Oh, the crowd, no, tell him," and it's like, okay. "Dude." Fucking chill. Like not every huh? They they we have a double edged sword that we have never dealt with yeah. before. We have CM Punk cultists well, mixed in and breeding with AEW cultists. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it was like it was like oh here's a Miz reference and here's a John Cena reference and him being like I can see you is like oh my fucking god and then okay. a Triple H reference and then it's oh the only way you'll be the number one guy is if you fuck Tony Khan's non-existent daughter <laughs> like that shit is so fucking lame cause it's like that has it's like sense. that has no place in this promo or in this feud because MJF never worked for WWE he wasn't around during that time if this was like punk and Christian talking, then I understand the WWE stuff. But yeah, like I said, the the best stuff was when MJF was talking about the here and now and that punk is old. Punk can't fucking go anymore. Punk is just a, a sellout. He's a, he's a shell of himself or something like that. Like making fun of his appearance, that's fine. And calling him a fucking heroin addict, sure. I mean, it's edgy bullshit like he normally does. Yeah, but, but I mean that they've always said that about Punk throughout his whole career. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I enjoyed the Miz line because I thought it kind of came out of nowhere, and if that was the last WWE reference, I would have been fine with it. Um, as a one-off, but the Cena stuff was dumb, and it feels like 
people, not just Punk and MJF, there's a lot of people that use Sean Cena's name to try to get people to listen to their promo. Mm. Like, even if without saying his name, like, oh, you can't see me, that would get a reaction from the crowd. Yeah, because it's the work that Cena put in for the past 20 years, not anything mm-hmm. that you just did. Um, So, yeah, I could have done without the Cena and Triple H references. Mm-hmm. I like the fire, and I did like, like you said, MJF calling him out for being old and Punk being like, you know, you're right. When I, when I came back, I didn't know if I had it anymore. Um, But as Adam said, you follow that up with fucking a QT Marshall match which I was disgusted when I found out they were even having the match. And then I had to watch it. And I was like, why? What was the point? It wasn't even a squash. It was like a 10-minute fucking back-and-forth match. I hated it. It was so... And now he's going to fight Lee Mariotti. Like, who... You know what? There's no reason why Punk should be wrestling every single week on Dynamite and Rampage. Because it's not special. And it doesn't do anything like to build punk. It's just like, oh, look, he gave QT Marshall the GTS. Yay. Because of all the people on the roster, that's the guy I wanted to see him give the GTS to. I mean, if you look at the people that punk has faced and the talk has been, oh, he he wants to elevate these young guys. Well, it's like so he fought Darby Allen. For his first match. Where's Darby Allen right now? Same place he was before Punk. Yeah. Powerhouse Hops. Not even on TV anymore. <laughs> Although he might be hurt, but still. Daniel Garcia. Well, now he's fighting with Eddie Kingston. But all in one circle. <laughs> uh, Matt Seidel, which was the outlier from the beginning. <laughs> like, why the fuck is he fighting Matt Seidel? Um, Bobby Fish is the most pushed guy that he's faced. For whatever fucking reason. Okay, so that's weird, too. Like, I understand Daniel Bryan was in a tournament. Brian Danielson. Brian Bryanson. Brian Bryanson. You know, I have a match with him against Miro. Um, I, I, who was Punk fought since Darby that's been, like... I mean, yeah, he fought Kingston, but that, again, that was a promo battle. That had nothing to do with, like top of the card or, or in ring or anything like that. And and what did I tell you was my main concern with Punk vs. Kingston? Was that they was were going to be over as soon as the match was over. Yeah. And was it over as soon as the match was over? Fuck yes, yes it, it was. was. And that's a waste. And this whole thing with Punk and MJF, I don't, I don't feel like this is going to keep going. And that's a shame because these two guys... As we as we saw from this promo, can actually get a reaction onto people and can actually do it. Was this promo the this promo segment the greatest ever? Fuck no. Was it the best that AEW's put on this year? Probably. Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I ha- I have to wonder if if Punk is wrestling every week because he's still trying to get you know shake the rust off. Oh, I mean, seven years. He, of course, I don't blame him if have, he is trying to get back into ring shape. And they have no other way for him to do that, apparently? <laughs> we don't have a performance yeah. center. We don't need one. I mean, you can't put him on dark with fucking Adam Cole and Jay Lethal or anything like that. Right. Um, because he doesn't, there's no reason for him to, to wrestle every week. No. Yeah, it, it takes like the, like, it was so weird because we went from, Holy shit, CM Punk hasn't wrestled in seven years. He's going to fight Darby at the pay-per-view. And now it's like, 
<sighs> I see CM Punk is wrestling again. What what random name are they going to pull out of the barrel this week? Yeah, that he's going to beat. It's there's not. No, there's nothing compelling there. And oh, it's, it's Sean Dean? Okay, okay. Yeah. It's not just that. It's the fact that every one of his matches are over 10 minutes. Like, why is this guy going 10 minutes against Daniel Garcia? There's no reason against for that. Daniel Garcia, I'm fine with that. Against QT Marshall, I'm not. Because yeah, no upside in QT Marshall. 11 minute match with QT Marshall. Nobody. First of all, nobody needs to watch QT Marshall do anything for ten minutes, other, exactly. unless unless it's hanging himself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to see that. And yeah, like what a waste of momentum on that. Where you're like, we're gonna open the show with this fucking great thing, and then we're gonna be like, all right, now let's get into this bullshit. That I mean, that show, the Thanksgiving show from top to bottom, fucking sucked. Yeah. So there was a few months. Did you ago. enjoy those two top stars arguing with each other? Here's a guy in a bowling shirt. Yep. Did you did you enjoy that that guy in a bowling shirt for ten minutes? Here's the gun club in a one minute match against Bear Country. <laughs> okay. I was so, so mad at that. <laughs> real quick. Um, I was mad both at having to see Gun Club on TV and the fact that they squashed Bear Country. Anyway, uh, go ahead. So. A couple months back. John Moxley had a match against a jobber. I don't remember who it was. He literally kicked him in the stomach, hit the dirty deeds or whatever the fuck, and uh, and pinned him. And that was it. And then he cut a promo after that. And that's kind of how I wish they handled this. I wish Punk came out there, kicked QT in the head, hit him with the GTS, boom, 30-second match. Then he tells MJF to come to the ring. Wouldn't that have been better all around? You know what I mean? Like, Instead, we have to sit through a QT Marshall match? I don't know. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> WB40 for you, too. Seriously, did. Ask, uh, ask Santa for WB40. I need a new chair. That's the bottom line. There you go. I also think my brain keeps saying WWE40, which is WWE close, close, but not right. Um, JBL Kaboombox. Uh, <laughs> so here's it. <laughs> Here's the other other issue that I had. So you got so you got all these guys fucking jerking their dicks off to uh, this promo with all of the references to WWE, and then Edge makes one comment to the Miz saying, "You got guys on that other show name dropping you," and those same people are like, "They can't do that. How dare they?" Like flipping the fuck out because WWE. Not even, didn't take a shot at AEW, really. Took more a shot of, like, here's Punk fucking name-dropping MJF to get clouded and stuff like that. And it's like, motherfucker, you're jerking your dicks off to guys name-dropping other people to try to get clouts. But then when it's a guy in WWE doing it, then it's a bad thing. Like, that, that to me was like, yeah, that's everything wrong with the IWC, and that is why WWE doesn't cater to them. Because literally, like, first of all, that promo battle between Miz and Edge was really good, too. And yes, it also contained one reference to AEW. Just one. <laughs> you know? Barely. And it, yeah, and it was barely a reference to it. It was just like, hey, by the way, guys are dropping your name over there. As a way to, like, fucking pat uh, Miz on the back. Because, again, Miz has come out and said, like, motherfucker, I'm a two-time WWE champion, 
I've been wrestling for 15 years. I'm a multi-time IC champion. I got this smoking hot fucking wife over here. I have a reality show that's doing far better than fucking Cody's piece of shit reality show. <laughs> I was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> like, yeah, he is a Hall of Famer in anybody's place, you know? And still people try to fucking shut it up, and he's just sitting back being like, I got a beautiful woman stroking my dick right now. What are you guys, what are you guys saying about me? <laughs> oh, that's right. I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, that's, that's, and like I said, that is the issue where, and, and we've heard it before, where Vince has flat out said, like, the internet wrestling community is such a small portion of the audience that they don't fucking matter. And that shit right there is the point, like, that they're so appalled Anytime WWE manages, like, takes a shot back it's against the bow. It's like, yeah, you have no problem with it the other way around, though, you know? And like you said, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a shot. It wasn't even a no. shot back. It was, Edge, it was almost it was, like a, a prop was Edge, to the Miz. It, yeah. Exactly. Edge was congratulating the Miz on being important enough to be name-dropped on, on the, the other the show. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. had nothing to do with, like, that wasn't like... You got name dropped on the fucking B show. Yeah, there like, was. Yeah, no, they didn't say that. Right. And of course, also, those... I enjoyed Edge's uh, Edge's promo battle with Miz. I was surprised that it was Miz, especially when he's um, he, they did a good job because they 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 set you up. They were like, oh, maybe I'll face AJ Styles, uh-huh. which is obviously the match everyone wants to see. And then he was talking about a couple other people there. Yeah. Uh, he brought a Big E because he's the WWE champion. Yeah. And then you hear Miz's music, boom, instant heat. Yeah, and Maurice is back, which is great. Yes, she looks great. <laughs> yeah, she looks fantastic. So, so yeah, so you you've got that, and then you know, uh, Edge makes a comment about Miz is still here, and and you know he's he's so terrible that he got his his buddy fired out of like that, and everyone was just like, I can't believe that they would say that. And Morrison's Why? like, Yeah, I thought it was fine. And, well, first of all. First of all, the guy that got fired, Morrison, is just like, yeah, Edge, fuck you. You're going to, I'm going to come right up. Like, Miz is going to kick the shit out of you. It's like, he's playing along. <laughs> like, clearly he had no issue with what they said. And there's a good chance they probably talked to him about it before it anyways. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like they weren't dropping it to just drop it. And like the same thing with uh, um, the whole Liv Morgan thing where she mentioned, you know, my, my friends are out of a job or whatever. Like, that's like, one of those friends isn't a wrestler anymore. Like, and so like, clearly they have no problem with it. The other one is gainfully employed yeah. in AEW. And I guarantee I, you, I, I really like that segment. Yeah. With, with Liv and Becky. I thought that mm-hmm. was a great segment. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I enjoyed it. yeah. And it's, it's all these people that are getting offended on behalf of these people who are not offended themselves. Right, you know, it's just like, yeah, I guarantee you that Liv probably was like, I, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a mention to this Ruby," and she's like, "Yeah, do it," you know. <laughs> cleaner, I got this. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's the issue. It's that kind of fucking tip your fedora, you know, uh, resituate my 300 pound ass in this chair and fucking get on the internet and, and complain because oh, God, I can't believe that they would say that to you. Like, oh my god, like first of all. Are you not a wrestling fan? Did it get a reaction out of you? Because that's exactly what they're trying to do. <laughs> they want to get a reaction out of you. So you being like, oh, I can't believe that they would make jokes about that. Like, yeah, you, you're supposed to. You're, you're getting worked, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, talk I, about I, fucking um, just absolutely like wrapping you around their finger. Like, they, they say one line that's barely 
you know, mention of the other promote the other show and the Internet just loses their fucking shit. Yeah. Like, do they have you? They have you by the balls. They could say anything and you like a puppet are going to dance. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, let's it's go. Like what Sami Zayn that time was like being, and that was a stupid segment, but they, they were asking him questions, and he was like, you could have asked me about AEW, and everybody went, <gasps> Yeah. Oh, let's... yeah I, made, I made the mistake twice this week of having an opinion on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and take a look at, uh, at a, a used-to-be-very-good website for wrestling it has now turned into Fedbad. And see what they have to say. Oh, here's one. The very bad Raw's worked shirt shoot promos. Hmm. <laughs> Again, Morrison's response was, Hey, Edge, high and dry. Johnny Drip Drip is never not wet. By the way, when you <laughs> jump into, into Mike the Miz's water, be prepared for the Sephora slaughter. Clearly has no issue with them name dropping him. I didn't really name drop him, but we knew they were talking about him. It's like, yeah. <laughs> also, I thought it was a good line. It was a good line. Like, you're so worried, you know, you're you're more concerned with, with what it's going to do for your acting and for your reality show that you left to go do Dancing with the Stars and look what happened. Your partner got yeah. fired. It was a good line, which is which is all that matters. It's entertainment. And like I said, the people the, like John Morrison's fine. First of all, he's fucking rich. He's just like wiping his eyes with money right now because the guy's worked forever. <laughs> and it's like, you know, he's he's going to get picked up. If he doesn't already have a job somewhere else, he will as soon as his 90 days are up. Like, the guy's fine. And like I said, Sarah Logan is like, my husband still works there. And I'm I'm, yeah. I'm doing good. I'm living on, living on my best life over here. Ruby Riot is over there. Is Ruby Soho now? Like, every, anybody that they actually mentioned is in a good situation. Like they didn't, they didn't sit there and be like, yeah, fuck that Drake Banff guy. Like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, And that's, that's the culture that, that we have now is the fucking internet wrestling community is like, they have to defend everything and they have to defend everybody's honor and stuff like that. Even the people who are just like, I don't give a shit, (laughs) you know, stupid. So, we have to do some predictions, uh, unless you guys had anything else that you wanted to bring up about the shows this week. The only other thing that caught my attention was the main event of Dynamite, where they did, typical, an eight-man tag, uh, the Death Triangle, and for some reason, Cody Rhodes. Against um, Andrade El Idolo, Malachi Black, and FTR, who apparently have more interest in being with these people than with the Pinnacle. But, you know, we'll forget about that continuity for a second. And Cody tosses his belt into the Chicago crowd, and they toss it back. <laughs> Which and was great. <laughs> that was so fucking great. And then I guess he threw a fucking hissy fit afterwards on Twitter. I don't know if it was Twitter or, or Instagram or something, but dude, fuck off. If you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, I'm never going to turn. And then you get butthurt when, when a city like Chicago does something to like hurt your feelings. Fuck off. Oh, dude. it was amazing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That was. person fucking launched it. 
<laughs> yeah, they didn't. Yeah, the first the first thing I got yelled at for was daring to say that Team Taz sucks. They do for the record. Oh, I got I got blocked by that person that I was arguing with. Nice. Oh, I didn't I didn't care for that either. Dante Martin joining Team Taz. I'm just like, oh, this kid did have a future. <laughs> Wait, what is this? This. this this person, this person who who I asked what have what has Team Taz accomplished, uh, brought up the hurt business for no fucking reason whatsoever. They also said that they've been in the ring with Sting, which apparently is oh. an accomplishment. Mind you, it was a cinematic match, <laughs> and they didn't win. Is and then I got okay. yelled, and then I got yelled at for saying Cody deserved to get DDT'd on the floor nice. after, the, after that uh, after that tag match. Did Cody Rhodes give up his Twitter account to? Yeah, yeah we talked about it he, last week. Yeah, he brought it back and made it some charity bullshit. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, I'm trying to find your uh, your Cody Rhodes issues. Shut up! <laughs> oh, I got it here. It said, uh, so AEW tweet, tweeted following last night's great main event. Andrade Alidolo continued the attack on. Hashtag Cody Rhodes, which apparently if you do hashtag Cody Rhodes, it gives you a little nightmare. Ooh, sexy. Um, One that's on his neck? After, yeah. <laughs> after the bell, dropping Cody with the shadow on the concrete. Don't miss this, the Black Friday Rampage tomorrow at 10 p.m. Uh, to which I just replied, it. <laughs> uh, to which this person went, how? I went, by being a pretentious prick. And this person said, oh, okay, that deserves a head smashing on concrete. Thumbs up emoji. <laughs> I just went, yep. Fucking people, dude, I tell you. So they said, seriously, he's executive vice president, promoter of what you watch, AEW, wrestled in ROH, NGPW, IWGP, heavyweight champion, championships in WBA, TNT champion, but he is pretentious. Laughing emoji. Sorry, but that's impressive and successful. Do you even know the meaning? To which I responded, why do I even interact with you? <laughs> and they said, exactly. They won. Exactly. And then. <laughs> But then someone else, someone else uh, came in with using a whole ass segment to announce the gender of his child, taking up airtime, babbling on about how his daughter is going to have all these great opportunities, partaking in a long, boring way in segment with a go-go. Need more examples? To which I replied, don't forget solving racism. Yep. Yep. That's the thing. It really, and I hear some, when, when you guys were covering Rose to the Top, and just some things. Which got renewed for season two, you fuck guys. You. Yeah, fuck that show. Um. I hope it's on Saturday morning at 3 a.m. But I, I hear like I hear some things, and I don't know if it's shtick with Cody, what Cody's doing on Rose to the Top, but he seems legit confused at why the crowd's booing him. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? Why are you booing me? I dropped a silk tie into a barrel fire. <sighs> like, you, he's like stomping his foot into the ground. Like, I'm Cody Rhodes. I made AEW. You're supposed to. Th- I'm the. I'm the throne killer. There's, then there are people that are still convinced that his actions are part of a character, that it's not him actually being a fucking idiot who doesn't who has no fucking social awareness to the fact that people don't like him. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to yeah, turn. It's all character. Yeah. Greatest He's not character. Gonna, work. Uh, yeah. It's like yeah. I wonder. I wonder why you. Even doing that whole thing of like I'm not gonna turn, it's just like, well, way to make another segment of the audience hate you, because now you're just breaking kayfabe on there. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a problem with that, dude. Like, you're a fucking prick, as we've seen. Yeah, I look. Um, 
maybe it's maybe it's because I'm spending too much time with you, Adam, and your ADHD is wearing off on me. But I really want you to put that title belt around that that dinosaur behind you. <laughs> it's just it's been bothering me now. Yes, to earn the title. It's, it's been all right. We gotta have enough more. It's been bothering me for a while. So. Please sell. It's a championship yes. opportunity. That's true. I don't want to break. I don't want to break the Legos. I don't want to break. Okay. Them. Fair. It would look really good on them, though. <laughs> My kid has a stuffed Velociraptor that uh, that used to be mine. That the uh, the smoking skull belt fits nice. Perfectly. You know, I have a, I have a, a universal championship around uh, Kevin Owens behind me. You can't see it because uh, Tiny's behind me, but yeah. I got a little Funko Pop of Kevin, and uh, there's an Etsy shop that makes little belts for them. And I was like, well, of course I'm going to get a fucking <laughs> Universal Championship belt for him. I use, I have a, a Intercontinental pin around here, too, somewhere. Like, they made those, like, belt buckle oh. things for a little bit. There was one thing from AEW TV this week that I need to talk about. I need to bitch about. I need to get really angry at. Um, apparently, our next challenger for Britt Baker is Rhea. first. Of all, now who's now who's yeah, creaky? Sorry, now who's creaky? True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. It's so, okay with first of all, why? Is Rio back in the title picture? And also, why aren't we going to Thunder Rosa? <laughs> or anybody that's not named. I feel Rio. like Thunder Rosa made somebody mad backstage. Right? Yeah, Evilise. Well, yeah, but they, <laughs> yeah, but but they fired her. So you feel like at this point that. That was the per but she she had to have made somebody mad because they they just won't run with her. It's like I almost feel like there's a there's eventually going to be enough of the IWC being like, will you please fucking use Thunder Rosa? She's awesome. That they'll eventually have to do it, but it so feels like uh, she's kind of like Sami Zayn. Where it's just like she can only, you know, he can only get pushed so far before WWE's just like, nah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't understand it because it's not a promo thing because they push take on uh, Ty and Rio, who can't, who doesn't talk. So Thunder Rosa's got better promos than both those girls and it's gotten much less title opportunity. You, you have to remember as well that Rio's definitely had Kenny's dick in her mouth. So, might still, might still, might yeah. Still. So that's that's why she's um, going to continue to get. <laughs> it's funny, be, but also, so we have Britt Baker, your hottest women's wrestler, and she takes a pin on Rampage. Are you fucking kidding me? They don't, they they don't book the women like they book the men. <laughs> no, but they definitely book them like WWE does. Where oh look, I beat the yeah. champ, I get a title shot. You know, it's it's funny. Um, you know, because in AEW you're allowed to work up the events, it's always interesting to see where guys that are in AEW wind up on the card of these other places. And, like, a ton of them are at the top of the card in other places, you know? Riho, after dropping the women's title, goes goes back and, and works some events at stardom. Curtain jerking them. 
not not in the main event, not in any kind of thing. Like she is a mid to undercard talent anywhere else, but in AEW, she's a fucking main eventer in the women's division. Was she ever a big deal in Stardom, like before AEW? Um, no. I mean, because that's what I was curious about. I'm like, they talk about her like she was fucking Kana. You know? No, 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 no. She she was never that. Um, she's always been kind of that person. So she, the only title she ever won. Uh, was the high speed championship, which is the essentially the cruiserweight belt for stardom. Yeah. Um, like she has worked in other of the smaller promotions and been kind of like the the top champ there. So she was important, but like that was years ago. I mean, the, uh, she hadn't won a belt for over a year when she won the belt for. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, she was. Super Asia champion. I don't know what that is, but probably not anything good. <laughs> Sounds like a mid card title. Well, she was it for six hundred days. Oh, she she's literally. Oh yeah, that uh, she was the first champion for six hundred days. Then it was vacant for six hundred days, and then now they have another champion. So yeah, uh, Gato move. <laughs> definitely not one of their top belts. Um, definitely not. So yeah, it's it's one of those situations where you're like. Yeah, she was a mid-carder over, uh, in, in Japan, but she was one of Kenny's friends. She was trained by him, and, you know, she probably stroked his dick. Um, but she's... I mean, that's how Nakazawa got to him. Sucking Kenny's dick. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know. Uh, she's. I mean, she's young, but she doesn't have that connection with American audiences. She's not... She's not anything special in the ring for you to be like, yes, this should be the focal point. And she was a detriment to she, the women. She's 97 pounds. Okay. <laughs> she's honestly a detriment to the, she was a detriment to the women's division when she was champion. They, they, I mean, you want to talk about them not giving a fuck about the women's division. Like they really didn't give a fuck about it at first. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so let's put that person back in the right. title picture. <sighs> All right. Anything else, or should we do our predictions and get the fuck out of here? The only other thing I wanted to say was that I really enjoyed uh, Champa versus Waller from NXT last week. See, I thought you were going to say I really enjoyed poker playing Duke Hudson. No. You didn't get it to comments. Uh, you weren't here last week about Duke Hudson's uh, prolonged. I wouldn't have, much to, wouldn't have much to comment on anyway because I fast forward to those segments. Well, because why the fuck were they on my TV? Well, those guys have a match with each other, so we can go ahead and get into it. Uh, you can go over to runonwrestling.com right now, and you will see an NXT War Games predictions post. Uh, and you will see uh, the poster for NXT War Games, which features seven of the eight women that are in the War Games match. There's, there's the eight. There's literally a spot for it. Why, why didn't she put Kaylee Ray on the poster? <laughs> uh, so go ahead and slap your name there. So uh, just remember, whatever you put on there, I have to say next week. 
So <laughs> please be gentle. Um, all right. We have two War Games matches. Uh, our first is the ladies. And we have the team of Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, which is Mandy Rose, Gigi Dolan, and JC Jane, uh, which is literally all of the women's belts, all in one side of the team there. Taking on Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, for some reason, and Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Sal, who you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they they are going to continue to put Toxic Attraction over. Um, I know Dakota Kai is batshit crazy now, but she fits right in with this team, and I think they're going to win. Adam? Yep. Toxic Attraction, Dakota Kai. I don't think it's a good look to have every single women's champion you have lose a match. So, yeah, I think it's going to be that. <laughs> right. Plus, it's a random assortment of women on the other side of it, so... A random assortment of women that, other than Cora Jade, what are they still doing in True. NXT? True. Even even Kaylee Ray at this point, I mean, she's spinning her wheels too. She's not going to be NXT champion. She's not going to be the one to take the belt right. off of Mandy. So. Yeah. Oh, that was my other thought from NXT. Speaking of the women, the the Ivy, Nile. what's her face? Yep. Nile. Nile. Yes. That submission finisher that she mm-hmm. pulled out. Looks like it could be really good if she would lock it on True. appropriately. Because the way she had it locked on last week, it looked so fucking yeah. nice. Yeah. And I feel like that'll come a time. She's obviously not a wrestler. So, <laughs> you know, I, that, that was kind of me. She wasn't a wrestler up until getting signed. Um, was she in from the bodybuilding yeah. world? Clearly, dude. Look yeah. at her. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Um, but she she is good. She is progressing. Uh, and yeah, her her just using her fucking muscles is going to be good. Um, I like her a lot better than the other person uh, that we're going to talk about in a minute here from um, the Diamond Yeah, Line. so defending the NXT Kind of Cruiserweight Championship, Roderick Strong against Joe Gacy uh, because how is this time I don't know uh, so milk because Adam you cannot say that Joe Gacy is too fat to win the cruiserweight title okay that's that's a look and and I I what is what is Joe Gacy build at uh 225 I think well according to according to a quick Google search 245 okay I, I undersold his fat. What's the what's the weight limit on the uh, two five? <laughs> yeah, so he's too fat for the cruise. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, that works for. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, Cancel me, go ahead. bro. Go ahead. He's, too, <laughs> he's too he's too fat to cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um, while it works for his character to be like, you can't, you know, it it doesn't why. Why the fuck does does Bisquick just be like, yeah, we'll suspend that rule? First of all, I don't think that's a rule you can suspend <laughs> when it's literally <laughs> the entirety of it. Like, if UFC would suddenly be like, I want that bantamweight belt. It's like, you're 250 pounds. I don't care. 
and the champion just be like, yeah, I'll fight him. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> There's literally only one championship that has a weight limit, and it's this one. And we're just like, nah. <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? Thank God um, we have a heel women's champ, or maybe Joe Gacy would be going for that belt. True. So. You can't exclude me just because I got a pinus. You can't exclude me. Uh, Adam, Roddy Strong or Joey Gacy? Roddy Strong. Sale. I think they're going to go all the way with this. I'm going Joe Gacy. (laughs) Maybe this is a way that they get rid of the Cruiserweight Championship or just turn it into a different belt. Maybe Gacy's... The all-inclusive Yeah, he's just like, it's not the Cruiserweight Championship anymore. It's the NXT... Uh, weight championship. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know uh, Roddy's uh, contract status. He didn't come in with the other guys, so I'm assuming he's still under contract for a while, so I don't think that they're getting rid of him yet. Um, because we know that's going to happen. Uh, so I would say I'm going to go with Roddy, but uh, I, I applaud you. We have uh, our second War Games match. This is in no order, as it usually is. Uh, team soon to be AW Megastars, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dune. Say, say that the right way. Megastars. <laughs> uh, team Oh, sorry. To be. <laughs> yes. Now I understand. <laughs> uh, and La Knight. They're like, these are the, the NXT originals and La Knight. You're like... <laughs> he, he literally showed up three months before the rebrand. Like he's not. <laughs> like there's other guys still on the roster that you could have put in that spot other than him. Against the champ, uh, done. Kyle O'Reilly. No, 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 no. We, oh, no, we, no. we need to. We need. Uh, yep. Sold. <laughs> right. I mean, tactically. He was Eli Drake in the original NXT, but they don't really reference the fact that he was that dude. So, and of course, uh, future main roster uh, 24/7 champions, uh, Braun Breaker, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Sal, he. What's the comment? I'm gonna come on your face, sir. The strategically sound choice would be the young talent breaker in Carmelo Hayes but but it's still a show that's from what we hear booked by Vince so it's absolutely going to be Champ and Gargano and done in night if it was booked by Vince wouldn't it make more sense for him to be like I want the guy that makes people sleep with the fishes <laughs> yeah you would that's what I mean well then you picked the wrong team you would think <laughs> the thing is He's not going to put the young guys over. He's he's absolutely not. Okay. So, uh, L. Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a, had a stroke yeah, there. Yeah, I was going to say, you smell toast? I think I'm all right. Uh, he's going to put he's gonna put the young guys over. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the young guys. I think this is the... Did Gray also... Did, did Grayson Waller inexplicably turn heel this week? Eh... <sighs> Like, Adam just walk to the ring and be like, I'm an asshole now. I mean, he's always been an asshole. Um, No, I I feel like uh, uh, Halloween Havoc was his... Even though it was like him versus Knight, he was a prick at Halloween Havoc. So I feel feel like it... Oh, absolutely. He was a creep, he was a prick. No, this this has been a a while coming. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the young guys because I feel like this is them being like, fuck old NXT, it's dead. And this is the way to do it is to kill all the guys that you're going to release after in a little bit. Uh, then we get a hair versus hair match. Sure. Uh, Cameron <laughs> Grimes versus Duke the Dealer uh, Hudson. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess he has hair that he can lose. Um, Cameron Grimes, of course, lost the beard, uh, which actually was a good look for him, even though like the long hair is kind of kind of dumb. But so uh, who's going the Alexa Bliss route and going bald? Adam. Uh, given his history in uh, matches with wacky stipulations like this, uh, I'm picking his opponent, Duke the Dealer. <laughs> Salbert. I'm picking Duke the Dealer. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Cameron Grimes is just going to. I feel like he's he's gonna gonna kill the old character, and this is gonna be his new thing. So I'm going I'm going for Duke Hudson as well, just because if they shave him, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's barely because yes. poker. Uh, then of course we've got uh, the NXT Tag Team Championship on the line, which is I laughed, I laughed out loud <laughs> at this just now. Uh, the current champions Imperium, which is Eichner and Bartel, against Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> and Excite Bike Forehead himself, Von Wagner. <laughs> uh. Anytime Von Wagner comes out, he should probably just come out too. Just because that's what everyone says as soon as they see him. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> Von Miller. Uh, Von Miller. That's a, no, that's the wrong guy. Von Wagner. Is that a snowboard? No, uh, Von Miller is a football player. Oh, that's Lindsey Vaughn, uh, okay. which is a hot piece of ease. I feel like it was a brand of. Anyway, uh, it's Imperium. Von Wagner. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to Imperium just because Kyle O'Reilly is going to get fired in a week. Uh, <laughs> Sal. Uh, I'm going Imperium. I, I like them as tag champs right now. All right. Go ahead and slap your big meaty cock on that submit button. And uh, next week, we will definitely talk about war games. We definitely won't speed through it. And uh, just announce the results and not talk about it at all. That won't be a thing. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, this might be the... Uh, this isn't even a takeover, but this might be the first uh, NXT special that none of us are really all that looking forward to watching. I mean, Thanks. look. I, <laughs> look, I'm going to be honest. I watch Survivor Series mostly for the sake of this show. And if I sat through that, I can deal with with. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Um, it, it's it's all about the anticipation. Now I had zero <clears throat> anticipation for Survivor Series because fuck it, that's why. And like War Games. War Games was something that in the past I've been like fucking rock solid hard for, and now I'm just like I'm like yes, yeah. The War Game, like the men's War Game match, will have to be is probably going to be one sided because you put all the really good talent on one team. Uh, then you put a bunch of guys who barely wrestled on the other side, and you're just like, have a great match. Like, ugh, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, you you do still have Carmelo Hayes. Yes, that's true. That's true. You do have Carmelo Hayes. He should be the focal point of that. Um, and we are guaranteed to get a DIY spot. 
True. With with uh, Champa. Yeah, and true. Um, yeah, the uh, we did hear that Gargano extended his contract to make sure that he could finish the the war games, that he could be a part of that. Um, but the fact that it's just I'm just going to extend it for a week, not a great sign. Um, so, yeah. and again, like as soon as he's gone, like he is, he is really the heart of NXT. And as soon as he's gone, like, I think that's it. I think that then you just close the book on it and being like, it's not, I mean, it's already not that thing that we have been watching and, and loving for a long time. We know that. But once you go full on with just like, we're back to a bunch of people that you don't know, you know, that you got to kind of learn. I don't know that I have the energy to learn people, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it'll it'll be sad, but we'll see. The the other the thing is like um, I remember when when WWE CW was a thing, there were parts of it I didn't hate. You know, it ran for like two or three years. There were some things that weren't that bad. That's where Sheamus mm-hmm. got his start. That's where um, Kofi Kingston got his start. Cookie uh, Cookie Monster um, Punk. But I, I, yep. But I that was. Um, my whole thing was just don't call it ECW because it's not. It's a completely right. different show, and and that's kind of kind of where I am here. Just call it something else. Don't call it NXT. And, and it's fine. It's it's your show. You have Ron Breaker. You have people like that on there. That that's okay. Um, but it's definitely not NXT. Yeah. In fact, if you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of what the old NXT was, then why we why even have War Games? Yeah. It doesn't feel like war games. Like you said, you used to look forward to every past war games. You were looking forward to it. I was surprised they even did one this year. Yeah, like I said, I mean it. It they're they're doing the war games match for the the old guard versus the new guard, which does make sense and that's good. But then the women, it's like you're going to put all the dominant people on the one team, Dak and the Toxic Attraction, all the all the title holders. Then you're like, and the other team is just going to be whatever random bitches we got laying around here, like, that's that's not great. It doesn't get me excited for it. It's like, we know Yoshirai is going to do some crazy bullshit off the fucking, you know, off something. Yeah. Off the cage, yep. And it's like, but then Raquel is not the world's greatest worker. She's, she's strong, so I'm assuming she's going to whip bitches around. But it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. <clears throat> Kaylee Ray's not even important enough to right. make the poster. And, I mean, that's yep. what you're telling us. You're putting seven women on the on the poster yep. and not her. And Cora Jade is super fucking green, so... Yeah. Yeah. I like her. I think she's got potential, but yeah, she's... She's yeah. a noob. <laughs> and and I, although I do love it, the fact that because because of where she started... You still have the, those fucking internet dweebs that are just like they're only pushing her be to like stick it to AEW. <laughs> it's like get a fucking life, dude. Seriously. Yeah. Alrighty, I think that's about gonna do it for us. Sal. Hey, thanks for having Thank me, you. Troy. Adam. Thank. This was so fun. Thank you, sir. I wish, I wish I cared. I still cared about wrestling as much mm-hmm. as I did like twenty years ago. I wish, I wish I never killed that fish. Um, 
<laughs> All right. Uh, then I guess we're the Simpsons thing. Sorry. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> I awoke one day with a taste for trauma. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that the Dakota Kai story? Nobody's. <laughs> what? Nobody's listening anymore. Everyone's already turned it off. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all. And I guess we will uh, run you down with our cars next week. So. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. I'm a nice man. Yeah, I'm an Asman! You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit rundownwrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at rundownnetwork. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the Salzer Effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.